Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August 3rd. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. I uh, What a weekend of golf. There's so much going on. Is this the latest we could have a show a month, uh, a show in a month that's not on the first? You know, you broke your little show on the first. I think the third's the latest it could go, right? Given that we were every other day, Monday, Wednesday, yeah. Friday. Yeah. How about true. that? Are you dejected are you gonna have energy you're gonna be able to bring it i'm okay i i think i'm refreshed i i was getting tired of starts on the first you know hey, i i just want to congratulate you on your great call today on the instagram live show uh picking ricky to win the wgc <laughs> memphis good job on that i think the people who thought davis love the third was going to be good at tv i also thought that was a good pick so, i uh, uh that worked out i just wanted i wanted to be on that island in case it happened <laughs> Well, the island is now underwater. Maybe. I didn't. I didn't believe it was going to happen at all in my heart or in my head. But I just felt like it was. A, it was a spot to be in case it did happen. It was. He was horrendous. Todd was horrendous too. Todd was. Yeah, that but he's was Brendan Todd for God's sakes. He's not on every Todd, commercial break. That was Traveler's Todd. Was back Tra again. You know, when you throw him out there and he's no longer in the friendly confines of Bermuda or Mayakoba and you got DJ and Justin Thomas breathing down your neck, you know, it's just a little, just hits a little different. But you said Ricky with such conviction. I was like, what does he know? What is he seeing? Well, like, what's I picked Brooks the two seconds before to beat Ricky. What we, you did? Yeah, I don't you, know. Whatever. You yeah. said it with conviction. Oh, you, you bet it both ways? It was a hedge. It was a okay. hedge. I wasn't even paying attention to that. The, you know, they <laughs> dropped him from the covers. They show him putting out on 18. I thought he WD'd to catch up with uh, like, JT's group <laughs> to film him coming off the green. He just quit with two holes to go so he could catch up and film him. Um, <laughs> that would just be incredible. <laughs> they're probably no, he, they're probably <laughs> splitting the net jets. He's probably going to, you know, do oh, some yeah. Instagram live from... From uh, from the air with JT, congratulating him on the win. Probably got some cool pad and I don't know what's the trendy neighborhood in San Francisco now. The you, marina, you know, marina, yeah, something like that. I'm sure they're splitting a house together. Probably got the same chef. Uh, maybe you know Zatch is in there just for some. Do you think Spieth you know. is still allowed in? I don't know. It used to be, what was it? It's like an odd hodgepodge of people. Duffner. We'll get I feel to, like we'll Jimmy, get to Jimmy Walker gets in on it. A Walker occasion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, what does he bring to the house? That's interesting. For, um, it should be, a, you know, former PGA winners. Walker, JT, JT. Jason Day. Yeah. J Jason Day could talk about his back and Jimmy could talk about Lyme disease, you know. I do know the Lyme disease is kind of like a crazy affliction to have. Oh, it's awful. It's <laughs> aw so is a bad back, too. Let's not minimize that. Um, Maybe yeah. they, they should room with Spieth. WGC's, or I'm sorry, uh, PGA gives them a lifetime exemption, I think. I think you get a lifetime exemption. I believe that, or up till you're like 65 or something. Like McKeel plays, Rich Beam, all those guys get to play. I think this... St. Jude Classics should have a lifetime exemption. Get a little hey, Harrison Frazier in there. You remember that win? That Westy. win out of nowhere? 2011. Westy. Westy. The Robert Garrigus. Brooksy did his little Robert Garrigus impression today. Oh, yeah. Talking one in the water on 18. That was, that was um, good. I think that was good for Brooks. He knows that oh, it's yeah. almost impossible to win twice in a row. You know, yeah. so don't win. It, this, is, this repeats a trend. He before his win in 2018 at the PGA, he finished fifth at WGC Bridgestone. 
Oh, okay. Well, some okay. might say WGC St. Jude. Paddock St. Jude invitation. Yeah. Um, but he some finished fifth say. there before. And then in, uh, last year, he finished fourth at, at Trinity Forest. Okay. This year, he finishes T2. There you go. Perfect. There you go. Perfect way he- to set up a win. Contend wow. the week before, get in the mix, feel those, uh, feel those vibes, and then go out and win and dominate next week. So of the group at T2, who has the best chance to, who has the least chance to win? Is Tom Lewis even in the field? Tom Lewis, I think, is in the field. He'd probably be in the field. Otherwise, yeah, he's he a top be 100 WGC player. Or over here. Yeah, yeah. So Berger, Lewis, Mickelson, and Kepka, who has the worst chance of winning PGA? I, this shouldn't be a PGA show, but I'm just, you're, you're riding Brooks right now. Who of those guys, just no chance. Um, peaked, they peaked this week. Man. Berger, Lewis, I want to say Phil. Yeah. But right? I don't know. This The setup, like Harding Park's going to be weird. I think that rough's going to be really thick. And I think they'll be really firm. And that's the only two ways I can see it defending, like standing up at all, you know? Um. So I, I would say, I'd say Tom Lewis. I... Tom Lewis, just out of nowhere. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. What do, you sh- what do you shoot on the weekend? Like 61, 61, 66. Yeah, you ran out of gas. 137. Does it? Or oh, 120, 127. Jesus, what am I talking about? What am I yeah. talking about? <laughs> um, you know, it's supposed to, speaking of Hardy Park, it's not supposed to be like over 70 all week. Yeah, this is Cal- get- San Francisco. You're going to get a lot of uh, Mark Twain, people reheating the Mark Twain quote. I think it's Mark Twain. Coldest winter I ever spent was a summer I spent in San Francisco. You ever hear that? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just people going to be shooting that out. Uh, that's going to be content fill. You're the first one. Week. You're the first one. I, I'm getting on the board first. The, the <laughs> coldest winter I ever spent. Yeah, there you go. Um, I think so, I, I would say Tom Lewis. Tom Lewis. Okay, good. Good. Do you like JT's chances? We should probably get to Memphis. Uh, yeah. And the winner, I, our new I, champion. I never dislike somebody that hits it <laughs> high, far, straight, and extraordinarily well and can putt really well. You I, seemed a little, little perturbed about Bones walking off the yardage on that wedge shot today, I just, which he was a critical I, birdie. Turned Brooks, into Brooks did it too, and I just yeah. think I it's one of my pet peeves with this whole thing. I, What's, I like... The uh, one of my favorite aspects of a forty-second shot clock, which you know is in the rules of golf theory. as a recommendation. Yeah. Um. What Applied my one of my theory. favorite things about that is JT hit it in a bad spot. You know, you can't see. You're over there on the left. You're obscured. Like that's not the ideal place to be hitting a wedge from. You've got mm-hmm. the slope working against you. If there's a forty-second shot clock. You're not able to walk 60 yards up and see everything. Like the blind, the obscured view is essentially moot when you do that. Yeah. Which yeah. is, you're just taking away even more things to defend. The the golf course has to defend and make things interesting. It would be a lot more interesting if he laid up over there and the announcers are like, hey, you know, he's not going to be able to see where the pin is from there. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. in, it, it would have been better if he was over on the right side where he could have seen the pin. And it's not a big deal. And people are going to be like, you're... But I think that's a really great rule of golf that should be enforced. Yep. Because yep. I don't think you should be able to walk up 70 yards to look. Like, blindness is part of the game. And if you did that on Sunday morning at your golf course, people would be like, I don't want to fucking play with that guy. What's he doing? Yeah. Like, when right. people do that, or, and I'm playing with him, I look around, I'm like... Who the hell does this guy think he is? What's the range of being allowed to walk up? Like, say you're below, way below the green, or what? Well, how close do you have to be well, where it's acceptable? It should be forty seconds. So if I okay. walk twenty yards and back, and it, and it, then I can't take practice swings. You should have to pick. Yeah, you know, you yeah. might not have to be able to go through your regular routine if you go and you want to go see. There, uh-huh. you might see somebody run up there too. You might, it, it would be a, it would add a really interesting layer to this. Like I'm sure every every NBA offense can get a great shot, and if you gave them all a minute, they'd all get great shots eventually. 
but the best offenses get great shots in 24 seconds or less. Six, yeah, seven. So yeah. with the, with the, the same thing with the PGA Tour, great players, it, it, you should be rewarded for being in a spot where you can see and easily discern information quickly. Yeah, okay. I like that take. Speaking of walking off wedges, I saw people, uh, one Euro writer, I think it was probably John Huggin, turned it off. He was sick of just seeing oh, God. driver so wedge shot. Driver it was lift clean in place all four rounds. Into, into, into soft greens, wedge shots. Did you see that too? A lot of just just wedge, 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 wedge all day into soft. Greens. Yeah, the preferred okay. lies championship. <laughs> preferred lies invitational. The WGC preferred lies. This thing has 18 nicknames now. Swamp ass, in attack, preferred lies, uh, invitation. It was so soft. It was just, it, it, there's nothing they could do. It rained all week. But I don't yeah. think it, it, this golf course never probably plays firm. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen it play firm. Yeah. I don't think it's in the DNA of the PGA Tour to think about setting something up firm. You know, without like the the super host superintendent leading them into it by having or Jack a- Nicholas telling them they can't screw around with his course. Uh, one other thing, while we're on the subject of angry European scribes, I also saw James Corrigan freak out, and he should, rightfully so, about the career wins thing, which you were talking about with Norin last year, last week. I mean, it's bad. In every instance, to pretend the rest of the world doesn't exist. But it's ex- extraordinarily, it's egregious in a world golf championship Co-sanctioned. to not count. Yes, by all the international PGA Tour federations or whatever it's called, to not count European Tour. They counted nothing for Fitzpatrick. Or they, Tom Lewis. They had him zero. Or Tom Lewis. They had him a zero. Yeah. Like, you can't do that for a WGC, which Corrigan rightly pointed out. So, like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's they bad have, every week, but it's extra you know, egregious today. It's it's just yeah, it's ridiculous. It is it's <laughs> absurd. They they should be embarrassed. It's right there in the name, World Golf Championship. All the tours get a couple guys in. You can't just discount those wins. It's, it's this is the awesome. shit. This is the shit that makes me uh, appreciate the PGL because they wouldn't just dismiss somebody yeah. of their wins, right? Yeah. Like you how, if you, if yeah. you if you're a, a member, if you're in the World Golf Champion, that's the other thing. You're dismissing all the players on the leaderboard at your World <laughs> Golf Championship, right? And you right. don't put. That Matt Fitzpatrick has won what three or four times on the European Tour? I think Something like four. That. Something like that. Also, it makes your guys look better. Ricky, you know, he could use a, that Abu Dhabi win, a Scottish Open win. It might make a him hero. look better. You know, yeah. <laughs> you throw the Hero <laughs> World Challenge. No, I'm not letting that go. But but a Scottish Open, a, a, the Abu Dhabi one, sure. Uh, hey, we mentioned PGL. We're jumping all over the place. You see how uh, Phil, Shane Lowry, and DJ went out in the same outfits the other day? I think unintended. Yeah. Felt like they were a workshop and maybe a PGL team concept. <laughs> you know, uniforms. They're all in the gray, what was it, gray trousers, navy shirt. Yeah. Phil, <laughs> Phil that's a good Phil. tweet. What did he say? He said, uh, first time I've been a part of who's wore it, who wore it best or something. Oh, okay. It was a tweet I think it PGL team uniform. This is how it would be executed. So, all right, let's actually talk about JT. Do we have anything more actually talk about him besides walking off wedges? Fastest to 13 wins, save for Tiger and I forget who else. Jack Nicholas, Tiger, Jack. and uh, Rory. He just clipped Rory. I think he clipped Rory by a month. One or the way. One, one way or the other. But they showed that wins graphic already. like five times and I yeah, still didn't pick won. up on it. He's won a major. He's won multiple WGCs. He's won, you know, Wild Eyes. He's won Kapaluas. He's won on different kinds of courses. Uh, Joe, I mean, what, a lot what of times, a lot of times, soft courses. A lot of times, not full field events. You know, he's he's a great player. I mean, yeah. he's what are your questions? What questions do you have left for JT? Or are there any? I think. In general, I'd like to I'd like to see a a, a major outside the PGA. Yeah. You know, that's it's really what it comes down to at this point. Uh, I've been a bit surprised by his lack of success at Augusta, which sure. is it, kind of puzzling to me. And I don't know yeah. what why um, that hasn't worked. And it could just be he hasn't played well the few times he's been there. But I mean, he's uh, 
he's at what point do we start i think he just needs to win a major or two more and you know he's the best player in his class you know is his which i don't think he's the best in his generation you got yet because he's rory. got well you got rory you got i think spieth you put ahead right now just cuz of majors yes but not I mean, based off trends there's i don't no. think that's going to be the long term uh right. take and then uh and, you know brooks is i would put ahead of him just because yep. of you know he's got four majors it's so yep. f- really for jt and i think this is going to be the thing with a lot of young players there's so much young talent i mean every single week you were talking about you know we've got rom morikawa all these other guys on top of JT and Xander and Spieth and and uh, Brooks and Rory, is how are these guys the guys that get multiple majors are going to stand out so much more because there's going to be so many guys looking for one and then there's mm-hmm. going to be so many guys looking to get to two and I two. think in this generation getting somewhere like four is going to make you stand out so much. Yep. Yep. And it's going to uh, be extremely difficult to get four. I think also real kind of like not to bring Ricky back into it, but also like the, like, or even Brooks to a lesser extent, like Brooks gets it done at the big game, but like he does not show at travelers or Sony or wherever, wherever he actually Phoenix he's won. I, I, he just doesn't show JT. He doesn't have the majors, but like in contrast to Ricky, like there is something to be said for winning almost, mm-hmm. you know, at the clip, at the percentage that JT wins at. He blew it at the work day and comes back and, and wins, you know, whatever it is, three weeks later. So there's th- something this, to be said for that. And this is, this goes so much into winning is a couple things went against him down the stretch at the work day. Mm-hmm. And then this week, everything goes for him. You know, he yeah. hits the foul ball on, uh, yes. on 14. Or 15, on 15. And it bounces across a bridge. <laughs> you That's know, what you like to see. Absolutely ridiculous. And then the next hole, his ball hits another cart path and rockets <laughs> where he has even like a chance to hit it, you know, not have to just chip it out sideways. Um, so I think... I think I kind you of know, feel like that's playing naturally. When you go to a TPC course, that's the natural. <laughs> well, they play. spend a lot of money on paths and driveways. <laughs> if you played, you know, Inverness, for example, in contrast, a, a true championship golf course. Yeah. Um, no cart paths really almost anywhere because it's pretty much walking only club. Yeah. So yeah. there, you yeah. don't you don't get those breaks like. That's one of the things is that makes it, it's just sometimes ridiculous, like things that happen and it happens on all types of golf courses, but sure. it's a, just another reason that cart paths really should not. And I don't think any of these cart paths were in play, but you know, the cart paths suck, you know, and, yeah. and in a way it, it probably gave JT three shots because he goes from being in the trees on, on 14 on 15 and 16 and just say he doesn't hit the path on either of those it's like a shot and a half difference like where there he's all of a sudden having to make tough pars instead of making pretty easy birdies yep any comments on brooksy aside from he's on trending right i uh, trending in the right direction i i enjoyed his aunt comments he takes a <laughs> shot at bryson so uh, he's just giving us giving it to us every week you know he's out there he's He's not only the play seems to be now trending in the right direction, but he, he really is embracing himself like this WWE persona. Like he's a character. He he which I could never have envisioned. I mentioned this on the live show. 2017 Aaron Hills, he walks off the 18th green, just gives like Fox, USGA, absolutely nothing. Complete piece of like white bread toast, no butter, nothing. Just so bland. And they're probably like, oh, what are we gonna do with this guy as our defending champion for a year? Then he wins again. Like I could not have seen him evolving into this character where he just lets it rip uh, in a conjunction with his play, uh, you know, so consistently and so entertainingly. It's it's really a treat. And the game is made and the entertainment product is made so much better for it. So enjoy it. He, he seems to like 
really despise, really, really despise Bryson and will keep punching and punching and punching <laughs> until maybe Bryson has more majors than he does. So. I know. Well, th- this is the thing to watch with Bryson in particular is he does this bulk up. Early results, great. Lately, obviously, miscut, pretty much irrelevant this week, especially after the fire ants. The fire ants might have been his demise this week. <laughs> um, but, you know, his best finish in a major is 15th. Uh-huh. Now, yep. now this week, there's there's added pressure on Bryson because I think this is this is where it matters the most. And it'll be it'll be interesting to see if that style is going to work when the rough's a little higher and the greens are a little bit firmer. And we saw that at Muirfield with the firmness, how mm-hmm. it all of a sudden becomes a lot tougher when you got 50 yards and, and you're in the rough approaching green. It's, it just doesn't hit and stop, you know? Right. Um, right. So it'll be, that will be something to watch. And, you know, I think Bryson might be just one of those players that, runs hot and this is golf in general like we haven't seen anybody run hot for long long periods of time um mm-hmm. since tiger really and and i think that that'll be part of it too so you can't but but brooks importantly he moved to 92 in the fedex cup he is oh, he's in no. the playoffs i didn't want that i thought that would have been fantastic if he didn't make it okay he, he got his little bucket of points maybe they were in those trucks they had scattered all over the course have you ever seen more mail trucks parked on a golf course than this week? Uh, why are they there? They're just—I know they're billboards, but they're just scattered, parked all over the place. So uh, I didn't you know see JT these. almost hit those uh, those signs out in the middle of nowhere. No, on eighteen. No. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, yes. I was, yes. I was just saying, what are those They've, doing there? <laughs> why? Why are those there? Anything else from Memphis that we missed? You know who got browned out? Louis. Didn't see any Louis. (laughs) He was within striking distance. Oh, my God. He finished T6. I don't think we saw a shot of the man in brown. Browned out. No UPS at the FedEx St. Jude. Oh, that's terrible. How about Big Bill? Big Bill. What was that color scheme he had going? I don't know. It was like two tones. so ridiculous. What's he doing? He wears the black shoes every time. But he was uh, knocking he, down flags on the back nine. So you also mentioned this on the live show. You're sneaky picking him, maybe. No, he's maybe. like my Dark he's one. like a top ten guy. Like pick okay. him out you probably could get good odds on him finishing top ten. That we'll do that for our uh, DFS show that we're that will won't be recorded or shared for the PGA. <laughs> so Chaz, Big Bill is what, nine under? What, what? What? I mean, what do you? You brought him up. What do you want to say? He's just, I just knocking mean, did down you flags. You see him knocking down flags on back nine. He's primed. He's ready to get that major. I kind of was getting shades of uh, U.S. Open with him trying to catch uh, Brooks on the back. It was signs of life from Jason Day. Came with a major. Jason Day still alive? Uh, barely, maybe. What do you think know. of Shave DJ? I don't have any opinion on DJ. <laughs> I, he seems to put a lot of thought into his facial hair and, and styling over the years. But I, I don't know. he said he screwed up shaving and he just shaved oh. it all. Then I've go. done that. Sure, sure. How about when he used to have the soul patch back when, like the the brief Joe Lacava? Remember Joey was on his back for yeah. a minute. He had a soul patch. Uh, anything else on Memphis that you want to discuss? Course Todd was just very disappointed. T fifteen. Who took a dump in the cup? I mean, it's Brennan Todd, for God's sakes. He was going to be start of the day projected two. Now he's ninth. Uh, how about how they kept saying he's going to be comeback player of the year and player of the year? Apparently, <laughs> multiple people pointed out comeback player of the year stopped happening like 10 years ago. When Steve Stricker Steve Str- went twice. That's what we've That's covered a, a couple times. What was that, a flashback Friday or something? Yes. <laughs> Stricker won it back-to-back years. He came back, then he came back again. And then his quotes afterward. I don't know how you win this twice in a row. <laughs> I don't know what I deserve, what, why I deserve this again. Uh, anything else? Um, Steven Soderbergh's son finished, you know, DFL Jr. Not a I good gonna, sign. I was going to say Ricky took a dump in the cup. It's I mean, so disappointing. 
I think he's. St- I think. I think the first three rounds were kind of lightning in a bottle on the greens. I don't actually have the numbers in front of me, but he was talking about how he added a bunch of grams to his putter, like 16 grams or so of weight to his putter, changed his putter, and like it worked right away. And I think, you know, then things started to even out. But I actually don't have the strokes game putting stuff in front of me. So, uh, why? But that's how Ricky operates, right? No? He's playing with Brooksy. Just turtles up, start the day, and then we don't see from, don't hear from him again, except to you know the NetJets post afterwards. All right, anything else Memphis related? You know, like I was sa- I was satisfied with the amount of Tom Lewis shots I saw today. <sighs> Tom Lewis, yeah, I I wish I had more to say about Tom Lewis. I don't have many Tom Lewis takes. There's so many guys in the hunt. It's impossible to show He's everybody. 29. I'm just reading his bio. I don't have much. He's got 82 FedEx Cup points. 67th <laughs> in the world. 82 FedEx Cup points. <laughs> What's that People even mean? I don't know. People were hollering at us about today about Patrick Reed is still leading the race to Dubai. Apparently. No. That's I that's what I was hearing in the comments. <laughs> that, yeah. So That's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, so Tom Lewis has kind of got the FedEx Cup reversal of that. Patrick know. Reed is still leading. He's just narrowly ahead of Westy. What is all that from? Mexico and like a Mideast event? Probably. Got to be. His, when in He's only played two tournaments. Yeah, he won Mexico and Saudi or something like that. I don't remember. Graham McDowell's fourth. Well, he won the Saudi International. Uh, let's do uh, anything else good on Memphis? Fifth time I've asked. Yeah, I'm good. I got nothing else on Memphis. Let's do a read for Ruckett. Our boy, buddies, it's a, a major championship week. Uh, coverage, wall-to-wall coverage, apparently. PGA. I'm saying we put this on in the backyard, go out, do a little chipping. Like, if it's on early in the morning, nobody's going into offices anymore. Put it on some Bluetooth speaker. Put the PGA on. Do a little chipping in your backyard if it's not oppressively hot. Or do it inside if your wife and kids or you, you don't have a wife and kids will let you do that. I think it's a perfect you know, companion tool. Screw this little second screen bullshit that everyone wants to you know, rope you in on. Just have, work on your chipping game while the PGA is on this week. Now, I'm a traditionalist, so I will watch. Three episodes of Charmed and one episode of Bones, yes. just to keep in line. That, I was worried I, that you, this was going to get lost. That's how I consume the PGA as a traditionalist, <laughs> and those of us out there that are traditionalists will do so. Um, before I turn on the PGA, I must watch Charmed and Bones. You know what I did this weekend with my uh, my rocket, uh, the chipping nets. Yeah, thanks for getting us back on track. Yes, what I uh, so I we've got we're on a corner of our street and we've got uh-huh. like a pretty big side yard, right? But yep. I went all the way to one corner of my yard. Yeah. I was hitting like sixty yard pitches. Nice. It nice. was incredible. Maybe there not sixty. It was probably forty yards. You should have paced it off like Bones. I was and JT. I was really worried. Because we're like we're kind of on the corner, and then there's there's like offices. It's kind of like TPC Inatech. In the distance, there's offices. <laughs> there you go. But they look like houses. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And so there's nobody around. I really stretched it out. I've been thinking about it. You know, Mrs. was taking a nap. If she had seen me, she would have come to. She was. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> were you using the phone balls? Or the no, real no, balls? real balls. Oh God. Oh God! Okay. okay, it was it was incredible. Fire. I had okay. two of them set up, so they were. I was hitting like two different pit. It was awesome. I brought this basket of balls that had been in my parents' you know garage for years. Uh-huh. Yep. Was, yep. You know, and uh, it was like it was wonderful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Speaking of Inatech, that those blimp burials did not on the front nine did not do that place any favors. Like that's the way you don't want the blimp. Where it's like these golf holes meandering these giant parking lots with the office building. When when the like, when the golf is built around the uh, housing and office plan, the parking lots. Anyways, back to Rucket. The URL is rucket.com. Looks like they're almost pretty much fully stocked with golf stuff right now. The Hack Pro Golf Net, the Hack net with tri-turf mat i know those have been out of stock a lot since the covid hit uh but it looks they're pretty full stock like a travel net a, you know all sorts of uh hitting nets are in stock right now the url is rucket.com 
the what's our promo code SGS will get SGS you fifteen. 15. Shit. SGS fifteen will get you fifteen percent off orders of a hundred dollars or more. Looks like they have a separate promo code for for baseball and softball stuff. That's uh, probably not in our best interest to direct you to someone else's promo code, but they do, they do have one on their URL for uh, baseball and softball stuff. But SGS gets you fifteen percent off. Um, Hundred dollars. SGS more. fifteen. SGS fifteen. Fuck. SGS is Riomar. Yes. I always <laughs> conflate those two. SGS fifteen. Rucket.com. Thanks for them for sponsoring. All right. We've done enough on Memphis. We went in the bl- blimp view. Uh, where should we go next? Drive on championship. You want to do that? Yeah, let's do Inverness. it. Event of the week. Danielle Kane sticks it, stuffs it close on eighteen. Not really Birdie. close. What? Not that close. Oh no, no, no! I'm talking. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, Clips. <laughs> Celine Boutier stuck Bo- it close. Boutier and stuck it close, and then kind of did. It was, was kind of yippy. Stroke. Yeah. You're right. Not not a great. How about Nance today? Didn't he make a comment about? It's kind of a heel uh, pull. It wasn't a good. It wasn't my internet is not working at all. For God's sakes, that's uh, not nothing new there. Yeah. Uh, so she beat Celine Boutier, Danielle Kane by a shot. D- did you hear Nance saying like I thought there were no fans at this event after uh, who was it? Might have been Todd fan to put like a fan putting stroke. How about Nance? Get a little cheeky. We could use a little bit more of that. I like him taking a run at Todd, too. What do you say about Todd? (laughs) I don't like that. He took took a run. Oh, with the fan? Yeah. I don't even know if it was Todd. I can't remember. All right, anyway, speaking of yippee putting strokes, Celine Boudier loses by one. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Loses by one to Danielle Kane. Kane is, uh, I'm covering the U.S. Women's Amateur this week, going over there, hanging out. She was all over there, two-time winner. You know, she's a stud player, has been from the beginning. Won a major, won the women's LPGA. I I uh, was thinking about this because she was leading here. She won at Olympia Fields North, the uh, PGA, which yep. really good classic yeah. golf course. And I, I just was thinking, you know, she wins at these really good golf courses. I think the LPGA should be trying to play these types of places because their game is so relevant. It's so much fun to watch when they play these courses. Like Wilshire's a really good one, obviously mm-hmm. in LA. Mm-hmm. But like the regular stops week to week, they leave a lot to be desired. Um and I know obviously they're working as hard as they can to get spots and not everybody's always hospitable. But I'd love to see them try and you know watching Royal Adelaide you know in the yeah. uh, spring was amazing these these golf when they play these great golf courses it's so much fun to watch women's uh they're playing Troon right for the British coming up mm-hmm. um no I I think you're on to something here so like Inverness clearly hadn't planned to host this right as recently as whatever six eight weeks ago but it's a it's a premier course a great club that's stepped in like, let's make this work. LPGA is coming up this direction. Let's do it. And, and totally unique circumstances. And, you know, that that's not probably replicable very often. But I think, you know, and this kind of relates to the article Beth Ann Nichols wrote about how the NBA players really mm-hmm. pumped up the WNBA as they're both restarting, you know, concurrently almost. Um and how we don't get that enough from the PGA Tour players. And Do we, we get any? Here's the thing. Do we get anything that well, would would signify that the PGA Tour players care about anybody but themselves ever? I'm told Daniel Kane uh, is dating Maverick McNeely. Reliably told, it might be some social content, or maybe Maverick McNeely is dating Daniel Kane. I should say, but no. I, I so along those same lines, right? You're, you're right. All it doesn't take like. You know, you're not moving heaven and earth, but there should be a concerted effort, and from us included, to promote the game a little, I don't know, in a more conspicuous way. And I think Inverness did that in a way this week, right? Stepping up these premier clubs, premier venues, and more around the country. It's a showcase, their course, probably in its best light, right? Yeah, Where a lot it of these shows men, their course you don't so want much Bryson better. Do, you don't want Bryson coming there doing his circus act, but... More clubs around the country should step in in the way that Inverness did is what I was getting at. The best courses in the country should want 
the LPGA players. They're so they're so gracious with their time. They're you know like they they're way more engaging with with fans and 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 pro ams and you know they like understand that they're the the course is hosting the sponsors and the fans are what make them get paid you know and right. it's a right. and they don't get paid as much as the PGA tour players which you know that's a whole other conversation or even close to as much but the watching them play golf on great golf courses I'd rather watch women's golf um, because you actually see the architecture play a role. It's not just, it's just not a driver wedge fest. It's they have to land it short. If they're out of position, they have to get back into position to try and make par. They just can't hit it over and have it spin back because you know, they hit it 360 yards. Yeah. So I I think it's, I don't know. I I, just, the, would be great to see more clubs step in in the way that Inverness did. Work with Mike Wan, work with title sponsors. I think, open. but part of it too is on Mike Wan to push that. I I interviewed Mike Wan in in um, a year and a half ago, and I asked him about you know where does course selection fall, and it's like the the last thought they put into getting a tournament, and most of the time it's they listen, they ask the sponsors where they can host it, you know. Sure. So that's partly on them to start to actively seek out these opportunities. Yep. Uh, well, it was a great uh, return to golf for the LPGA. A primo venue, primo winner, a primo finish. Uh, you know, they, the weather could have been a little more cooperative, but, you know, this was a, a very strong first event back with a major coming down the pipe. You know what was weeks. great to see? Even yeah. in the rain yesterday on Saturday, they were yeah. the, their balls, they had to land short and bounce them up, you know? And it was yeah. still pretty firm and bouncy, even with rain. O- overcast and rain. Yeah. 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 Uh, the Hero Open on the European Tour. Sam Horsfield beats Horsfeld. Field? Sam I think Horsfeld. Feld, you're right. Sam Horsfeld beats Thomas. Is he a Thomas too? I think he's uh he's Tom, don't call me Thom. Okay. Yeah, and Tom Lewis is is he just goes by Tom. Yeah, he Th- didn't even Thomas. leave it up to interpretation. <laughs> yeah. Uh so he beats Thomas Detry. Tom Detry. Detry. Uh Detry. <laughs> I always say Detry. I do. I think just to piss you off at this point. Um, former be, former Florida Gator and Illini clash, you know, and yeah, much like Big the uh, Illini and uh, when they faced off against Mike Miller's uh, Florida Gators in the uh, what was that oh four oh five uh, NCAA tournament, the Illini went down. Was that Mike Miller? No, I think it was. It was Teddy. It was Teddy Dupay. Mike Not Miller. Four oh five. Come on. <laughs> that, I that think was, that was that, Mike that was Miller. Almost, we had Frank Williams. Noah. We had Frank Williams. No, no, it was later than that. Noah got drafted in oh eight. I uh, they I think they won oh six, oh seven. You're right. Maybe you're yeah, right. Yeah, Mike Dupay. Miller. Teddy Dupay. <laughs> How could you forget that team? I love Teddy Dupay. I remember that team well. <laughs> um so yeah, Sam Horsfield wins the hero. They were Open. a five seed that year. Four or five, five I think a, five seed. A because, super talent. Uh, you know, he's kind of uh, American upbringing. He's English. Uh, I think he was the IMG IMG cat, Academy kid. Oh, uh, Brayden. Yeah, uh, okay. so swamp. You know, swamp adjacent kid. <laughs> swamp adjacent. There he's got. Go. He's got a little bit of a prickliness in him. He's. He's. he's I've him heard and, that. Him and right? Poulter. Are, yeah, him and Poulter are boys. Are they? Are they actually boys? Oh, oh yeah, they're like best friends. They're like Instagram buddies too. I, okay, and uh, okay. I mean he has a really good. He's I think he's going to get up to. I th- saw Nosferatu say said something around one thirty in the world golf rankings. He's a guy. He's twenty three. He I would expect him to play on multiple Ryder Cup teams, and uh, he's really good. He can do everything. So I think probably just a matter of getting out of his own way and winning more. Um, for Thomas Dietrich. This is his sixth top three finish on the European tour. Has he won? No. I don't think he has. No, no. wins. Okay. So Interesting. It would be nice to see him get into the winner's circle. Really good player. I think he was a three-time All-American in Illinois. But wow. um, great hair, too. Good Member hair. of Very the All-Hair hair team. Okay. 
Horsfeld. So, I mean, maybe another character like Brooksy coming in to mix it up, be a little spicy, maybe without the majors, but just, you know, a little abrasive. (laughs) He could win majors. I watched it. I'm not saying he can't, but. He won the stroke play by, by 10 or 11. At the NCAA? Western Am, at the oh, Western West. Am in uh, at Knollwood, of course oh I God. grew up caddying at. Um, but wow. I mean, it was so firm that week. That was, that was a crazy. They were gassing the greens the next uh, the day after <laughs> the championship. <laughs> but uh, I think he lost in the finals of that. Might have been Other Dylan. Go- might have been Dylan Meyer, DJ Defunk, win there. Western Am. Yeah, I think he beat uh, Horsfeld. Wow! How about that? Uh, other notable happenings at the uh, Forest of Arden Manor, whatever it was, a uh, little boat ride. Somebody coming for Scrivener, Joel Solham, Solham. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, taking a little boat ride. <laughs> he was in Knickers too. He was in Knickers. I, I just complete sort of, uh, you know, emasculation. He's pulling the rope. You know, it's like this boat. You got to jump in the boat, and you're you got to pull the rope line to get across to this island. Island was just set up with billboards, similar to the Memphis thing you were just talking about. Not supposed to be in play, and he's in. He takes like six clubs over with him in the boat, and I don't. It was just it was a premonition. You you've done all this pirate talk and the sailing the high seas talk, and here we are in the coffee pot. We've got guys. And boats flying around the course, to, trying to play their shot. It's just wonderful when everything comes together in one one beautiful moment. And it's just too bad it wasn't Scrivener. If this was Scrivener in the oh boat, it would have been you know all everything would have you know broken. The internet would have broken. No reports from uh, friends that are inside the Euro Tour bubble that they went up to Scrivener this week and said "Ahoy, matey!" But uh, I think they they take a week off from that to leave them less confused. But uh, anything else on Euro Tour, Euro Open? No, nothing else. I, I just like having golf around early in the morning. Coffee Pot is off to a good start with Parator and Horsebell. Uh KFT Seth Reeves wins the Corn Ferry Tour, the Pinnacle something Bank Championship, something or other. Uh, Ryan Ruffles kind of lost a blue attire coming in. Bogeyed two of the last three. It looked like it was going to be Ruffles for most of the day, and Seth Reeves wins. He, yeah, he bogeyed uh, four of the last eight. Not a, oh, he did. It yeah. was not just two of the last three, four <laughs> yeah. of the last eight. <laughs> four of the last eight. He had a birdie in there, but tough, okay. uh, you know, learning experience. He's still young. I think, what is he, 22, 23? Something like that. I think Reeves, I thought I saw him miss like six straight cuts. So, uh, Taylor Pendrith, another high finish. He's been a machine. Yeah. I think this is, it might be his fourth top three in a row. Yeah. Let, me, let me look at this. Um, results. I think he had three top threes in a row. I don't know if there was one. He's projected inter- three in the points yeah. rankings. Here, right now, here so. it is. T3 at Colorado, second at San Antonio, T2nd sec- at the second San Antonio, and T2. Jesus. It's unbelievable. Coming maybe for uh, David Hitman Hearn's crown as best Canadian player in the world. He bombs it, as I remember. Pendrith. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of David Hitman Hearn, someone sent us a wine, uh, maybe even more obscure, eh, not as obscure as Hearn. Ben Curtis has his own wine label. No, yeah, Ben Curtis Wines or something. I is it, is it grown in Ohio? I think it is. <laughs> they said. I think they. Said, <laughs> you're giddy about that. Yeah, I think it is Ben Curtis Wine. I got to do more. You got to get all over that. You're an Ohio boy. Uh, you got to support your local businesses. <laughs> I will. I'll go up there and buy a case. Maybe the most famous Ohio golfer of all time. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Settle down. Uh, other results. The Barracuda is ongoing. We're recording this as it's happening. Troy Merritt. Apologies. Is... Apologies to Troy for not getting his full, full light Aaron shot. Wise, 19 points. Stableford points. Lighting it up in the fourth round. Uh, he's all the way T2, but, you know, he'll need Merritt to come back. Merritt's Mare's, five clear. Merritt's got to hold off the, the Argentines. Oh, yeah. Holy cow. Fabian Gomez and Emiliano Grio uh, right on his tail. Fabian, former St. Jude winner. Didn't former get that. Sodia winner. <laughs> yeah. Fabian Gomez. Uh, so that's where we're at. To be determined on that one. He's playing recording. on past champion status. 
He was one of the last guys in the field. He should have that lifetime exemption hey, with Harrison can, Frazier into Memphis. Can we talk about Carlos Franco? Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Carlos Franco was in the field at the uh, at the CUDA, at the Barracuda, yes. on the past champ status. Off the alternates list or just in it at the beginning? I think he was in it at the beginning. Okay. He's, okay. what is he, 60 years old? He's, he's up there. He's not... He's not recently champs tour eligible. I know that. <laughs> he doesn't have any he doesn't have full status on the champions tour. He went and Mondayed for the champions tour. Why did he, do he was that? in the PGA tour field. In the PGA 55. tour field. He had to Monday for the champions tour field. <laughs> How does that make any sense? It- that's backwards. It's completely backwards. How that can makes... you be exempt into a PGA Tour event and not exempt into the Champions Tour event? How is that possible? It's, it makes no sense. I, I don't have a good answer for you. I'm sure there's some, you know, lo- lo- legalese type out there that would love to explain it and think that, you know, they're, they're making sense as they... You know, explain the minutia of it, but it doesn't. It doesn't. So he he tumbled down the leaderboard. By the way, he, he held out for eagle. He was, he took the solo first. lead after yeah. the first hole. Yes, man, he did. He is just tumbling. Oh my I mean, god, where did he go? He's like fifteenth or something like that. I, there were some good tweets out there. You know, we've gone deep on Carlos Franco in the past. TK Kelly told us he has a yerba mate, yerba mate tea caddy who follows him outside the ropes. Probably not sure if he got inside the bubble. The tea caddy, um, but you know, the the legend of of Franco doing no warm ups. You know, he just eats breakfast or whatever. He has a sandwich and then goes to the first tee. Brian Mull was tweeting uh, about past watching Franco before when he won. Brandel, this derives from a Brandel tweet. He goes, the only man in history to win a PGA Tour event without hitting a warm-up shot, I do believe. Brian Mull, he goes, I was there, the 99 Greater Milwaukee Open, looping for Jerry Kelly in the last group. There was no sign of Franco on the range 15 minutes before the tee time. I asked the ABC walking reporter if he'd seen Franco. I go, yeah, he's in the locker room drinking a Diet Coke. He came out, <laughs> hit a few putts, and shot 66 to win. So that's just adding to the legend of Carlos Franco, someone who has to Monday qualify for Champions Tour while being in the field on the the PGA Tour. How embarrassing is that? It's not a good, not a good scene. No, I'm trying to think. It'd be like being on a being an active NBA player, yeah, and then being on one of those big three teams, <laughs> Try, <laughs> tr- trying out for a big three team. <laughs> not a bad cop. That's not a bad comparison. <laughs> well, I mean, some of those guys went to China. Wouldn't they play like the CB, like Starberry? Remember when he like went over there or something like that? How embarrassing is this for the PGA Tour, though? That this good. is guys in your in field, your field on the PGA yeah. Tour, but he on the senior tour, he got a Monday. He's not exempt into the like yeah. the past champion status. Bullshit's got to go. <laughs> it's got to go. Last bit of uh, results is uh, Pearson Cootie wins the Western Amateur. Crooked stick. Uh, Texas player. Very twin. good player. His twin, twin twin too, is a good player. And his uh, grandfather's uh, Charles Cootie, Masters Champ. Master's, Masters champion. You're so. going to hear that. If he makes it to the tour, you'll hear a lot about that. <laughs> that that'll be in the bio. That'll make it. Uh, anything else? News, real quick. Brandon Grace. Had a WD. He was T2 at Barracuda. Holding off, you know, uh, whatever. He was T2 at Barracuda. He was in the PGA. Has the WD. He's now out of both. Uh, th- that was, you know, a risk that we thought with players playing this week. So, uh, anything you'd like to add to that? Missing two he's crucial gonna, FedEx Cup point chances, too. Yeah. Three events to go. He's not going to make the playoffs. He's not. He's not. Last bit of news, Bryson wants to live to be 130 or 140 ah. years old. I mean, this came out like an hour or so after we posted, maybe Friday. <laughs> you can't even keep it together. Uh, GQ interview, just, you know, uh, JT is not holding back, just dunking on him on Twitter. What do you say? Like, what are you talking about, man? Like, what are you, what are you saying? Like, saying it publicly, 
you know, Brooksy's had enough. I think these guys have had, I think, just enough of Bryson, besides maybe Tiger. So, what do you think of the quote? You think he's going to live to be 130, 140? You think that's going to happen? He's testing, he's, he hasn't even gotten to the third standard deviation. Once Living he figures in- out how shafts work, you know, then he'll figure out how to be 130 years old. He's testing the outer boundaries of human potential. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, let's do Milk Carton Monday. Milk Carton Monday. Teased it on Friday. Who's on the Milk Carton this Monday? New segment. I, I have to when, say that I didn't do any more research as I planned to do. No, you didn't need to do research. Jeff Overton. Okay, boom, baby. <laughs> famous, famous for boom, baby. Is he... Is he in the J.J. Henry, Brett, Brett Wetterick category of Ryder Cup players? Oh, He's a little no. better, a little more accomplished, right? A yeah, more legit. yeah. Okay. He, he was right. he was a rising young star. I got you, Indiana. But yeah, two time Indiana Am champ. Uh, he went to Indiana. He was a 2005. He was a, played Walker Cup and Palmer Cup. Played Walker Cup at Chicago Golf Club. Wore okay. a bucket hat around. There you go. Always re- remember you that. Probably wouldn't get anywhere else. Okay. <laughs> he wore a bucket. I played the same USAM as uh, a qualifier one year as Overton. He wore a bucket hat, hat around there too. Did everybody know him then? Like the qualifier? Like, yeah. He's a yeah, stud. He is. He the was, bucket hat. You gotta look out for him. He was. He was. That everybody knew he was gonna be a Walker Cupper. So yeah. Um, got through Q School first attempt in 2005. So right yeah. before the Q School switch. Yep. So he got through, um, was on the tour ever right from then. Um, here are his FedEx Cup positions over his career until it's been, he's had a uh, back injury that has derailed it. Um, uh-huh. it. Unknown whether he will ever be back. Um, huh. But there's some some good stuff on Overton. So he, okay. he finished 112 in 2007. Uh, 101 and 08, uh, 67 and 09, 29 in 2010, which was the Ryder Cup year, 90th and 11, 44th and 12, uh, 108 and 13, 91 and 14, 125 and 15. Um, so in, uh, in his best year by far, 2010, he finished runner-up three times in the season. Most famous runner-up would be the Greenbrier, where Appleby shot 59 to to yep. nip him. Yep. And that was a really great tournament. Um, Good tournament. Now, uh, I think this was 2000. So he played on the Ryder Cup. He paired with Bubba. He won two yep. points, and he got famous for the Boom Baby clip. He had a shot, start saying Boom Baby. <laughs> Yelling the, uh, it. He was in the faulty rain suit year. Yeah, right? faulty. Celtic yeah, Manor, the horrible, ca- the captain, captain-ess with the purple, the purple vests and the crest and all that. He was in that group. So Yeah, the yeah. red, he, you know, he was in the firmly entrenched in the white belt era. You know, he uh-huh. always wore the white uh-huh. belt. Um, so, uh, you know, he had his travails with some uh, alcohol incidents. I was going to say, I thought he occasionally got a little worse for the wear. He had a little bit of reputation. <laughs> I heard, I heard, you know, this is not first, this is through, through uh, somebody that may have ran into Overton and some of these states. Heard yeah. he was a pretty angry drunk, like okay. very right. mean drunk. Okay, maybe a little Ernie Elston. Well, I don't know about Ernie being mean. But okay, go ahead. All right, so he got, uh, he got arrested in Bloomington. When he, huh? when he was going back and he donated a bunch of money to the university. Oh, that was why he was in town? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> so, oh, no. This is, uh, I, God, I copy and pasted this, and I forgot when I, I, I forgot where it's from. It's from uh, a Bloomington newspaper. According okay. to a police report, officers said Overton was yelling at people from a limousine that blocked traffic in front of Kilroy <laughs> Sports Bar on Walnut Street. <laughs> the limousine d- driver told police they were waiting on others, and the driver was instructed to not block traffic. Later, the limo carrying Overton pulled up next to the Bloomington police. An officer's report, Overton was yelling at people on the street again. A police pulled the limousine over, according to the Herald Times. The Herald Times. Okay, uh, okay. The newspaper reported that Overton re- repeatedly refused to give his ID to police and refused to step out of the limo. A police report described Overton's, Overton's behavior as belligerent. 
and he reportedly told officers he wasn't going to do anything. Uh, police say he smelled of alcohol, his eyes were glassy, and his speech was slurred. So he's removed from the uh, limo, handcuffed, and arrested for public intoxication and disorderly contact charges. <laughs> Overton fought While he's in town to donate money to the university. <laughs> that's the chair. I mean, that's the lead here. Go ahead. So he, uh, he was like pissed off after yeah. afterwards yeah. Sure. because he says he he got he wasn't doing he was in the limo and they pulled him out of the limo and he said that was ridiculous he wasn't like you know doing anything wrong just yelling from a limo window yeah so yeah this yeah. was his one of his his trips back to school as a you know a millionaire golfer nice nice fantastic so he's uh, he's now got this back injury and he has sure. surgery and he got this really rare um infection it's a spine infection life-threatening spine infection while undergoing surgery on a herniated disc in his back so he hasn't played on tour since 2017 i think yeah and uh who knows he was a really great player though he was a good good young player rightfully you know worked his way up to the Ryder cup you know wasn't it just kind of yeah the back injury is how you end up on a milk carton yeah, back injury and you know, unclear whether he really wants to come back. You know, never yeah. never was always a guy that people wondered if he really wanted to play golf. When was the last time they put people on mail cartons said missing? <laughs> it I mean, like is that a pretty dated phrase at this point? Doesn't seem like something that would go over well in, in today's era with like children. Like you give ch- kids milk cartons with you know, missing people on them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who decided that was a, a a thing you should do? Seems like an odd place to put that kind of information. But uh, all right, that's it. Anything else you want to get to? Uh, let me just top the best ranking. Overton got to was uh, man. He didn't get World very ranking? high. Yeah, he he was like in the fifties. He might have been. He was up to like forty seventh, forty fifth. His highest world ranking. So not very good. You were right about he was not. This was during his bad. JJ? Yeah. JJ Henry territory. I wonder if he has a medal named after him for Indian amateur golf. Maybe. He might be working his way. If he donates enough money, we'll get it. (laughs) Okay. That's it. Anything else? Oh, one other thing about Overton. He was sponsored at one point by Adams. Uh, I remember that. Adams Golf. Was he the only one under like fifty years old, sponsored by Adams? Wasn't it, you know, Tom Watson and the senior tour guys, right? Yeah. Uh, a couple. You done? You I'm good? done. Couple quick notes. We're gonna do our coffee giveaway. Our mugs. We got coffee golf. We got coffee yeah. socks. We got a light roast. You gotta be a subscriber. You gotta subscribe to. A, we got a light roast now. We got a dark roast. You gotta be a shotgun start blend subscriber. We'll do five coffee socks, five coffee golf mugs, which sold out. Not even available anymore. I guess those sold out on Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else? A couple subscriptions. A six yeah. month subscription and, and a, a three month subscription. subscription. Yeah. Yeah. While we're on the subject, our friend, our Bixby boyfriend, Miles, has his own podcast. We're plugging another podcast. Coffee this is a free the, ad. This is a free ad. Free promo. Coffee with the Greats is his podcast, and he has guests way more, way more accomplished than us. Randall Stevenson, who I believe works for AT and T or runs AT and T, probably more accurately. And uh, who else did he have? Oh, Jamie Dimon. Yeah, maybe. So, so some substantial guests. Coffee with the Greats is another podcast. He's a Bixby boy, friend of the program. Check that out. Yeah. Anything so else? Merch. You can, get, you can get the coffee at bixby.com. Bixby.com, light roast, dark roast. You have to be a subscriber to enter the, the giveaway for the mugs, the socks, and the uh, free subscriptions, right? Yeah. Okay, that's it. Everyone enjoy your Mondays. We'll be back. It's a major championship week, man. I'm You're going to very... be hearing a lot from us. Yeah, we may do an extra pod here, there. You know, it's major week. I'm, I'm you know, I'm grateful to have a major championship in golf. We're Makes, making it work. I'm They're excited. making it work. You know, you see Major League Baseball kind of shitting itself. College football is a mess. 
uh, you know, I'm grateful for I'm, I'm grateful to be able to cover the USGA first USGA championship back. PGA is making it work. Tours making it work. Uh, so I think it's a good thing that golf is doing so far. They're they're making it work. So, all right, we'll be back with a lot more podcasts PGA related this week. <laughs>